You're listening to Popaganda, the feminism and pop culture podcast. I go out to eat a lot, kind of an embarrassing amount. Burritos, tacos, curry, ramen. I just don't like spending time making those delicious foods in my own kitchen. But when I go out to eat, I don't always think about who is in the kitchen. I order the food, it appears in front of me, who knows who actually prepared it. Chefs can sometimes be pretty invisible. And even though I go to the same takeout places over and over and over and over, I don't know the names of people who actually cook my favorite meals. I don't know what they're like. Writer Sayaka Matsuoka has thought about this dynamic a lot. This invisibility makes it easy for consumers to overlook race and gender dynamics in the kitchen. Sayaka brings us this story about the life of one chef, sushi chef Mikiko Ando. Growing up in a Japanese household, I was spoiled with good food almost every meal. My dad, who was a trained sushi chef, ran a fast food business during the day. On special occasions, he made sushi for me, my sister, and my mom. Soon, sushi became my favorite food. Sometimes when he had the resources, he would make us the king of all sushi meals, chirashi sushi. Simply put, it's a sushi bowl. You start with your sweet, vinegary sushi rice on the bottom and work your way up, covering every inch of the white rice with fresh slices of fish. Some places include sweet egg or vegetables in their bowls. One time, a restaurant I went to had covered their chashi rice with furikake or rice seasoning. My dad doesn't mess with all that. Instead, he expertly cuts perfectly thick pieces of savory fish and lays it on top of the layer of rice in a neat and colorful circle. Bright orange pieces of salmon glistening with fat lay next to strips of sweet shrimp and raw scallops. Across the way, sweet and savory barbecued pieces of eel share space with pink slices of tuna and yellowtail. In the middle, a lump of masago or a type of fish roe tops off the vibrant assortment. It makes my mouth water just thinking about it. Once, my parents sent me home with fresh fish to make my own shirashi and it didn't even come close. I couldn't even cut the fish right. There's something about sushi made by someone who has studied the art for decades. Since my dad started my sushi obsession, I've eaten at hundreds of sushi restaurants all over the country. As I got older, I realized that every single restaurant I went to had one thing in common. The sushi chefs were always male. I realized that I had never seen, met, or even heard of a female sushi chef. As I did some research, I learned that there's a strong taboo against women becoming sushi chefs. Male chefs constantly say that women make worse sushi chefs because our menstrual cycles affect our sense of taste and because we have a higher core body temperature that makes it impossible to work with fresh, cold fish. Training to be a sushi chef can take a decade and you need a mentor, so the retrograde thinking of male sushi chefs keeps women out of the industry. Among Japan's 35,000 sushi chefs, only a handful are women. But times are changing, slowly. A group of young female sushi chefs started their own restaurant in Tokyo a few years ago. In the United States, the situation isn't much different. There are only a few female sushi chefs in the country. One of them is Mikiko Ando. Born in Hokkaido, Japan, she came to the United States after high school. She planned on going to art school, but instead met a man and got married. When the relationship became abusive, they separated. As a single parent now struggling to support her young son, Mikiko took a job as a waitress at a Japanese restaurant. 
Right off the bat, she got interested in becoming a chef rather than a server. Sushi, she says, is like art. What what they make is kind of you know pretty and uh, how they cut in fish and I was very interested and um, but that time that was like thirty over thirty years ago. Okay. So they say no woman can become sushi because women have a menstrual cycle. So for ten years, Mikiko waited tables and managed restaurants. Then, one day, she was working for a Japanese restaurant owned by a woman who decided to give her a shot. She, she and her husband come up to me, come to me and say, uh, Mikiko, are you interested in becoming a chef? Wow. I, I said, yeah, I wanted to do it a long, long time ago. Mikiko started training to be a sushi chef, just like she had been dreaming for 10 years. Some of the male chefs weren't too happy about that. Sometimes when new workers would come in for job interviews, they'd see her in the kitchen and refuse the job. But the chefs weren't the only ones that gave Mikiko a hard time. She remembers one time when a Japanese man came in and was seated in front of her at the sushi bar by the hostess. He immediately asked to be moved and refused to eat anything Mikiko made. However, this didn't faze Mikiko. She simply said to the man, you're missing something good. Mikiko has a classic style in the kitchen. She doesn't do wild specialty rolls a lot of American sushi consumers are probably familiar with. Instead, she sticks to Edomaya style, a traditional Japanese approach to sushi that she spices up with her own little twists. Being sushi chef is take lifetime. I'm still learning. Mikiko worked for years as the head sushi chef at a restaurant in the San Francisco Ferry Building. Now, she's the executive chef at Q Sushi in Westlake Village, California. Not everyone has come around to female sushi chefs, but Mikiko has some support. Her family back in Japan is proud of her. She'd love to move back at some point, but sadly, the discrimination against women in the sushi kitchen would make it very hard for her to get a job. Oh yeah, they're so surprised. All families in Japan, they're so proud of me. I wanted to go over there, spend time with my uh, family, so I wanted to apply a job there as Swiss chef. Mm -hmm. My family said no, <laughs> especially I'm from countryside. No, no, no one gonna hire you at you know sushi restaurant here. So I said okay. When she faces hard realities and sexist pushback, Mikiko works even harder, taking pride in what she does best serving up delicious sushi and training the next generation of sushi chefs. And I love teaching new chefs. Whoever have a passion for chef or sushi chef, when I teach things, new things, they are I like up. And you know, I love teaching people who has passion for food. That was Sayaka Matsuoka, interviewing sushi chef Mikiko Ando.